Eagles fans, the midterm election is right around the corner. Now is the time to create your game plan to vote on November 8th. Text EAGLES to 26797 to register to vote and check your voter registration status. This year, voters will have the chance to elect officials to the U.S. House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate, and many local and state positions. You can vote in person, by mail, or at a secure ballot drop box. If you're registered to vote in Philadelphia County, you can drop off your ballot at Lincoln Financial Field on Friday, October 28th, or Sunday, November 6th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Our democracy is only as strong as our commitment to participate in it. Go Birds and go vote. Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Sunday, October 30th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media after the team's big win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, fire away. Nick, there seemed to be less RPO today as we've seen in the, earlier in the season. Was there an emphasis during the bye week to do more traditional dropbacks? Uh, no, because RPOs have been pretty good for us. RPOs, you got to think that we're, we're, we're looking to run the ball first on RPOs. So when we do pass, it's an extra pass that happens. Um, but we're looking to run it first there. So, But, no, we, we, uh, we definitely we worked hard in the bye week. I, I'm really happy with our coaches of how much time they put in and how much, you know, information we got done. Like, and it was, a, it's a group effort, right? And so analytics department giving us a lot of different things. Uh, defensive coaches looking at things for the offense and vice versa. Um, so um, we, we felt like we fixed some tendencies. We were able to get a couple things off of some tendencies and create some explosive plays off some tendencies that we had. Um, and that's what the bye week's for. It's a very, very important part of the process. Is that, all right, see you guys later. <laughs> Games like that from AJ Brown before. Uh, you know, I sure have. When I was in Indianapolis, and he is having him on our defense. So yeah, I've seen it. I've seen that before. Was this any different or more special? I mean, it was his biggest game yet. Yeah, that was a big, big time game. It was special because I was on the same sideline with him, right? Uh, and you know, just so much credit to Howie and his staff to to get that done. And um, man, because he he makes he makes us so much better. He's he's just doing a great job. Jalen and him had an instant can have an instant connection on the field. We know they had the connection off the field, and he had a big time game for us today. And uh, it was good to see that. AJ mentioned on his first touchdown, he wasn't the primary read. What was that play supposed to look like? First touchdown. Gosh. Oh, um, you know, there there we we had a couple different things going on there. Uh, we felt like. Um, Minka was a little low on the play, and Jalen and Jalen took advantage of that. And uh, so there, there was, was whether he was the primary or not. Jalen did a good job of getting through his read and, and finding, uh, you know, finding it for a touchdown. AJ said that, that uh, Jalen is still in the lab, becoming the player that he can be. How close is he to this to be? I think I think that's been asked to me before, and what I've answered with that is that it, we don't know. Jalen's just the type of guy that's going to continue to get better um, because. You know the type of person he is, the type of football IQ he has, the type of football character he has, all you know the toughness that he has, how much he loves football, right? Uh, and he's just going to keep keep uh, extending. Uh, you know, I've I was always taught those are the types of guys that reach their their ceiling. And I don't know if we know what this what a ceiling is going to be. I know this. I know he's getting better every day, and he's he's committed to that. And that's a good thing for the rest of your team when you're when your best players and your captains getting better every day. Really, especially fired up on the. I mean, obviously you're. Fired up a lot, but like uh, especially still in the Zach Pascal touchdown there, 
that fake screen to Goddard. Um, what, what what did you see there? I love Zach Pascal. Um, you know, um, he Zach Pascal for the five years or the four years I've been with him um, has always done the dirty work, always. Um, and it's great when you can reward a guy that does the dirty work who might not have the stats, um, but that you know it's it's awesome to be able to reward him for that and. And that's what happens sometimes when a guy's doing dirty work. Everyone's focused on the other guys when he's doing the dirty work that he ends up wide open for touchdowns. So, you know, Zach doing all those little things, all the little things that are important to a football team, um, that's sweet, right? And I love to, I love to see that because I love the guy. Um, you don't you aren't around a guy for that long and not and not have a good relationship with him. And I'm so glad he's here. Um, I knew he could do the, the all the dirty work we wanted him to do and. Man, it was that was that was sweet. Um, you know, I think even, I think even to this day, to this day, uh, my son and I, maybe not you, but it's, it, that's one of his favorite players is Zach Pascal because I think what happens is just the same thing that happened when I would go home and hear my dad talk about the guys that he loved on his football team or his track team. You know, my son's heard. You know, he's a little too young. Taylor, Taylor's a little too young, but they, they've heard me say so many things good about Zach Pascal. It's just one of his favorite, you know, favorite guys out there. So, um, yeah, it was awesome to get him to reward him for all the hard work that he's done. Even with all these wins, everyone seems to be emphasizing that you haven't played a complete game yet. What would a complete game look game look like in your eyes? I thought we had a good first and second half today. I do. That's a good. I think that's a. I think that's a good. Don't make him. I think that's a good football team. Uh, I know that's a, the, a extremely well coached football team. I I can't say enough good things. I'm, I'm, hey, hey, Taylor, can you stop that? Okay, don't do that anymore. You're gonna have to leave. Okay. I can't say enough good things about Coach Tomlin. I mean, his resume speaks for himself. I, I that that's a really good team, and I think we played a pretty complete game, and we needed to today to to be able to, to close that out. We really wanted to emphasize how, how we start the second half. You know, we have had some second half woes. And we, we really traced it back to how we started second halves, and it was good to be able to go down and execute today um, to start things off, to set the tone um, that we, we needed to play a, good, uh, a complete game. And I thought, I, thought we did that. I thought we did a good job of that today. And it, and it changes. You go, you go up three scores and you're at the end. Of, of course you're going to take some air out of that and not be quite as aggressive and run the clock. And So I thought today was, was one of our most complete games that we've had all year. Nick, was there something you guys did during the bye week in terms of something you found about the team that you thought showed itself today? Yeah, there was a lot. Um, I really do. Like, without get, I'm not, I'm obviously, I'm not going to give you all the, all the answers, but I think we, we, we did a lot and the players went out and executed. Uh, you know, we, we, it's such an important part of the process. The bye week is such an important part of the process. You've, and it's not just the coaches that, that it's going into, Taylor, baby, stop. Okay, it's not just the co- coaches; it's it's the entire building, right? It's the analytics department, it's the strength and conditioning staff of how we're going to finish better in the second half. That you know, we had our ideas of how we wanted to start the second half better, but the strength and conditioning staff and the training staff and the doctors also had a you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not smart enough to say the word that the how the body works there going into the second half, and we we'll do anything we can to make this team better, and. Uh, and just a credit, obviously all the credit goes to the guys, but so many parts of this organization, Mr. Laurie is, you know, the head of this organization, and he, and he 
is always it, he supports us in everything and uh, in all departments and and then you see something like that after a bye week and all the hands on deck um, that's why it's the greatest team game because it's not just the coaches and players it's the front office it's the analytics department it's the equipment staff with with Greg all right it's Dom and the security right it's 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 everybody it's Ted and his, his strength and conditioning staff it's Tom all right and the and the um, and the uh, uh, training staff, and I'm, I'm Pat Dolan, and, and the video staff. It's every we ask Pat Dolan for everything, and how many different things can you give us in cut ups? And so, uh, yeah, can't say enough good things about the organization. As far as Jalen's development, what does it say about where he is as a quarterback that he can have this type of game with the way rushing the ball twice? You're laughing at him. Uh, you know, it, it's, it says a lot. I mean, because you want to be able to win many different ways, and he went out there and he uh, he executed, baby. Don't. All right, he executed today um, and, um, you know, in the air um, and threw some great deep balls and, and read the defense well, and he just continues to develop. Okay. In, in one of the meetings uh, this I get week, you. I get you, would, you. you would mention the couple 6-0 and o teams, 7-1, and one, whatever, coming out against teams that weren't doing as well and kind of laid an egg. What does it show you about your team that they came off the bye in that type of situation, we got great. We got great leaders, right, John? We got great leaders that are um, that are making sure. I I don't know who wrote who wrote it earlier today, but I got a thing on my update on my phone. It was like Robert Quinn. Uh, Fletch went right up to him and said, "Hey, we practice hard here." And Robert Quinn said, "That's all I needed to hear." How awesome is that, right? The best teams that I've been around practice hard, and uh, and and that's and they just they picked up the process of what they we've done each and every week and they just picked it up they got their rest but then they came back ready to go and that doesn't happen unless you have great people on your team and you have great leadership on your team we're gonna go chris and then john yeah when you have a guy like an aj brown number one quarterback has that how much does it you know no number one help the quarterback but what does it also do for the rest of the receivers so that we get open and whatnot especially like that zach pass yeah touchdown pass how much does that help well, when you have AJ, when you have Devontae, when you have Dallas, like all the attention was on Dallas on that play on on uh, on um, Zach's touchdown, right? And so you got these playmakers, and then you got guys making plays off of them because of the attention's on them, and and that doesn't just go. It also goes for the run game as well. And it, you know, we felt like the way the game played today, we didn't run it as quite as much as we normally do, and uh, it was great to be able to win that way. And uh, but he, AJ opens up, Devontae opens up, and so does Dallas opens up the run game as well. Yeah, uh, Jalen. Jalen is ultra focused, and he's focused on the process and how he gets better every day. And he's not focused on what his next contract might be, or what what we're going to do in three weeks, or what the outcome of the season is, or or anything like that. All he's focused on is day by day, and he and he's our and he's a leader of our team. That's huge, right? Because then everybody falls. All falls with that, and so he just—it's as if he had grown up in a football household, and he knows what to do. And he knows how to handle the waves of a season, because there are waves of a season. But it's important that we don't ride that those waves, right? And I know you guys got—you guys got a job, a really hard job that you got to fill. Like, and you got—you got a whole week into well, four days today of where when we play next. There's got to be a lot of stories, so there can be a lot of riding of the wave. But Jalen doesn't allow himself to do that. And, it, and I'm done answering your question. Unless I, did I answer that? And I just wanted to say, like, 
unbelievable. I've been to I've been to stadiums where Steeler fans take over. But no way did I think that would ever happen in Philadelphia, and I barely saw any. Of, now it could, I barely saw any of those terrible towels. I didn't see any any of those. Our fans came out and supported us. It was unbelievable. But um, my uh, my mom's cousin. I'm not even I'm not even claiming them, and they didn't sit in our sections. They just live in Philly, and they grew up in Pittsburgh. You guys saw something. My parents grew up in Pittsburgh and everything like that. And, and my mom's cousin, she's like, hey, they, they want to say hello to you before the game. I'm like, well, they know they, they can't wear Steelers stuff and come out silent. She's like, well, we're not giving them on the sideline. And they were wearing they were wearing Steelers gear. So I just the, the cute Christmas cards with this one and this one and my other son, they will not be receiving one of those cute Christmas cards this week. But so much of a shout-out to the, our fans of coming out, not giving – like just uh, – that's Philly. This is Philly. This is what Philly – what's what makes Philly one of the best – the best sports town in America. It's freaking awesome, right? We've taken over stadiums in Arizona. They took over a stadium uh, in Washington. And then, like, when a team that like Pittsburgh that travels well, no traveling here because none of our guys, none of our, our, our people gave up tickets. And then my mom, my mom's cousin, I'm not claiming them, they won't get a Christmas card. Well, hey, Coach, we got one special yeah. guest, Nia here. Hi, Nia. Is with us today. She's a uh, one of our flag uh, football league uh, participants. She had a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so with the four, like quick turnaround for next week being Thursday playing the Texans, what do you hope to emphasize with the team? Well, well, it's all about recovery, and, and those guys are in there right now because we just have such an unbelievable training staff, a strength staff, um, uh, uh, training uh, the trainers and the uh, doctors. They're in there getting massages right now, eating the right thing. So it's that quick turnaround is, you know, what are we going to do to make sure that our bodies are ready to go? Um, you know, coaches have a, a short short turnaround as well. We got to make sure that we, uh, you know, get the plan together for for our guys that you know that uh, on a short week and that our guys can go and go out and execute. So, great question. Thanks, Nia. Thanks, Coach. All right, guys. Thanks, We're out. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.